Hello there, it's Dr. Brian McKay, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darian, Norwalk, and New Canaan. Well, the interesting thing is we just uh, did some talking about shockwave for tennis elbow. Well, now we're, getting, we're talking about shockwave for plantar fasciitis. Yes, plantar fasciitis, a very exciting well, it's not exciting if you have the pain. Let me tell you that much. That, that kind of, there's, there's no fun about having that kind of wicked, wicked pain because it is absolutely miserable. Um, and what you have to understand is shockwave is a phenomenal soft tissue technique. It relieves adhesions that form in the fascia or the covering. So with a case like plantar fasciitis, it's probably not too much of a stress to understand, stretch to understand that, the fascia is irritated. We remove the adhesions that form in the fascial plane, and that's how we get people better. But there's a couple different ways to do it. One, from a biomechanical standpoint, it's 27 bones in each feet. That's the majority of the bones in your body are in your feet. They subluxate. You need to get them fixed. Not many chiropractors know how to adjust feet. It's uh, it's a, the, the, the foot is a work of art. It's a marvel from an engineering standpoint. But when it goes awry, it can cause all kinds of pain. And there's so many nerve endings in your foot. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I would think it hurts more when you have foot pain than it does back pain, especially from a chronic nature, because it starts to change the way the knees work. Then it goes to the hip. Then it goes to the back. So I guess as a chiropractor, I'm supposed to say that the spine is the big thing. And the spine is important. Let's not play that aspect down. But you have to understand how to successfully treat plantar fasciitis. Number one, biomechanics, you gotta see, you gotta examine the foot. And sometimes it means you put gloves on, you don't have gloves, wash your hands. You gotta see how the person stands, they pronate, supinate, um, high arches, low arches, all these play in. And some of that stuff can be mitigated with an orthotic. An orthotic is something you put insert, you put it to the shoe. And by doing so, you will have a much better shot of stabilizing the foot thereby stabilizing the knee, taking pressure off the knee, stabilizing the pelvis, balancing things out naturally. Um, these things can occur from a fall, uh, a chronic pain, a chronic uh, ache of pain doesn't get addressed. I mean, I always say if you want to go see The Walking Dead, go by all means, go to a uh, Walmart on any given day and see the people walking around the Walmart and you can, you'll know what it means for how these people walk and why it's going to basically affect adversely affect the the way that you that you, you, your foot is going to work so again let's get back to what we're talking about today shockwave and plantar fasciitis but like i said i want you to understand there's this three primary muscles that are involved with plantar fasciitis off the besides the plantar surface and the you know of the, of the foot what they are are the tibialis posterior so if you go down like the inside of your leg, that's going to be called the tibialis posterior. Then you have the flexor digitorum longus and the flexor hallucis longus. So the digitorum longus goes to most of the toes. The, the hallucis longus goes to the big toe. So basically, these three muscles control or touch most of the bones in your feet. So if you don't go further up the food chain and address the spasms and contractures, and I, I would say, Fasciitis issues are there, 
you're not going to do a complete job of healing. That's why sometimes the cortisone shots don't work. I mean, personally, I think the cortisone shots don't work most of the time. Advil leave Advil and leave that the pain keeps coming back. Why? Because you're not hitting the nail on the head. So what happens is you have to understand just because you have pain in one area doesn't mean it, it, it's you solve that one problem. There's usually a corresponding effect, especially when everything's interrelated, like the foot to the knee, to the hip, to the low back. Even your shoulders get thrown off. So if you understand, if you, you know, if you're having plantar fasciitis, just put cross, say, let's say this example here, take your left leg, cross it over your right. Go down and feel those muscles. And if you take, if you look up, there's another thing you should need to be aware of. These muscles are called Tom, Dick, and Harry. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mnemonic so that people can remember it when you're in studying in school. Pretty handy, too, I must add, because then you know, tibialis posterior, the D is for flexor digitorum longus, and the H for Harry is flexor halicus longus. So you'd be surprised because, you know, when you run, they, all these muscles have to work in harmony. When one goes out of whack, when one goes out of whack, it's really not that easy to fix. So what you have to do is you got to pretty much get everything together and making sure they're all working. So what happens is, let's address the foot. Is the calcaneus have too much tension from an Achilles tendonitis? With the Achilles tendonitis, that'll be a whole nother term, another shockwave lesson. But if you do shockwave there to release some of the tension on the calcaneus, you're gonna pull less, much less so on the calcaneus, which irritates the plantar fasciitis, fascia comes off of. So for plantar fasciitis, again, Tom, Dick, and Harry, Tibialis posterior, flexor digitorum longus, flexor halicus longus need to be addressed. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean you don't take a look at the the anterior tibia, tibialis anterior, which is on the other side, peroneus longus and brevis as well on that side. They, they can be involved just as much, but you got to take a look at the entire body and how much pressure is being put on it. But if the bones of the feet are subluxated, you need to address it. Now, how do you wrap this up into a neat little ball? Nice package and get the person happy and out of your office. Shockwave. Okay. Shockwave is a valuable, valuable technique to address the adhesions that form in the muscles and tendons. Much, much better than most of the things out there. It really, it really is. So what the shockwave does is it breaks up adhesions. Very simple. If I haven't hopped on that in my last podcast, and hopefully you listened to that last podcast. If you didn't, don't worry. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it's, we're not going to, we're not going to hit you over the head with that one. But the idea here is shockwave uses sound waves, pneumatics produce sound waves. It helps produce energy. Okay. That's a key, key function that most people are not aware of how, how the shockwave really works. So the shockwave um, produces acoustic waves that produce energy. And it's used primarily for, for our purposes in the muscle and the, uh, and the tendons. I mean, ligaments don't really have the, the type of nerves that we're trying to change. And those nerves would be muscle spindle cells for the muscle or Golgi tendon organs for the tendon. But these are special nerves that actually can inhibit pain at the level of the spinal cord when stimulated properly. So we come in as we actually do some treatments to stimulate that as well. But then again, you add in and you wrap it up into a nice neat package when you add in the shockwave. Okay, it's not a terrible, terrible, it's not uncomfortable to say the least, but you know, so this, it's an acoustical wave. It produces energy, which then allows the cells to create more 
more ATP, which is the it's the energy stuff. It's the, the mitochondria on the cellular level produce energy for the whole body, well, for the cell itself too, and it stimulates production of that. Now, here's the other added benefit of shockwave for uh, plantar fasciitis: angiogenesis, so it's the development of new blood vessels. It helps stimulate collagen synthesis. Collagen is that thing you need in the connective tissue. Um, so it helps as well as in the fascia. And, and again, there's no there's, there's talk of it, but no scientific studies have been done so far, but how it helps stem cell production as well, you know, through, through the, the, the mechanism. It kind of does a microtrauma. So the microtrauma stimulates the production of stem cells as well in a localized area where you treat. So you have a pretty well-rounded and encompassing type of a treatment when you add in shockwave therapy. It speeds the healing up. So when you're in an environment where there's not as much insurance coverage, it's very, very good to have, you know, a way to speed it up and deliver results faster. Um, so that's really it. Shockwave, phenomenal treatment for plantar fasciitis. Much faster. Uh, it's probably a heck of a lot more comfortable than Grostin, which is something we used a long time ago. I still use Grostin from time to time, but it's just not my preferred way of treating these days. So... Having said that, if you have any questions on plantar fasciitis, but if you, if you, if you, like I said, I'm in Connecticut, and if you want to have questions, just give me a call, 203-656-3636, 203-656-3636. So give me a call, I'm more than happy, but if you get to it, say you find another chiropractor, you know, I'll be honest with you, physical therapists are using shockwave as well. I know podiatrists are using shockwave as well. Um, well, here's an anecdotal thing. Urologists are using shockwaves to treat erectile dysfunction. We don't treat that here at Core Health and Darien, but uh, just as an aside, because of the angiogenesis, it stimulates blood flow to uh, the erectile tissue. So I'm sure there may be more information you needed to know, but I gave it to you anyhow. So if you have a question, you know, make sure you know, look up these things. Look up plantar fasciitis and shockwave therapy. Look up Tom, Dick, and Harry, because if you go to get treated and you can converse with the person, the therapist, the doctor, say, listen, are you checking this? If they're not checking it, they're not doing a solid job for you anyhow. That'd be a good reason to find a different practitioner because it's really easy just to say, oh, I fixed this. This is how I do what I've always done. It's always going to work. But yet you're coming for you know two months worth of care. Typically, plantar fasciitis should be resolved within eight to 12 visits. Pretty good, especially if you're using, you know, especially if you're using the shockwave therapy. All right, Dr. Brian McKay, not just the Cairo, Stanford, Darien, Norwalk, New Canaan. You have yourself a wonderful day. Happy Easter. It's coming up in a week. All right, take care.